dead animals and advertising and see to me that just sounds like it sounds like a child trafficking and pedophilia speed run yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to another episode of class stacks radio podcast where a bunch of nerds get together and talk about whatever we find interesting i'm mark and with me are pierce pierce burst pierce sorry and, and Jim, because he, Jim, Jim, you always take forever to say your name. I was waiting for you to say it's and the, it's the si- or something. It's the silence. It's uh, <laughs> it's like it keeps always, you in suspense. Yeah. You're just waiting always. I'm always lurking in the corner. Oh, yeah, not in a good way. I don't, wait, is there a good way to lurk? <laughs> well, is lurking? I feel like I mean, lurk, there's lurking, a good way to lurk. Period. Yeah, I feel like lurking just generally has a negative. Connotation it, it, attached it implies, to it. Yeah, it implies insp- like, uh, what's the word? Dubiousness, <laughs> villainy. It implies yeah. it implies you are in fact a villain. When I think when I hear the word lurk, though, I think of like the, the most cartoony of villains, like the Hamburglar, like a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hamburglar. Oh, out of all the McDonald's characters, Hamburglar's the worst one. He's the, the most fly fit. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, I it worst one goes to Grimace, just like straight up. Grimace is a purple blob. Like, well, I guess those are the only two I know besides Ronald. Who else is there? There's like the chicken one, Clucky. Clucky. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. This might require a, Chica? a search. McDonald's. Characters. I just. Is because I mean, like, obviously, McDonald's sticks to the one mascot, Ronald, for the most part. But isn't is it's the only fast food that has more than one mascot? You were actually right when you said Birdie, for the record. I said Clucky. Oh, you said Clucky. <laughs> uh, I want yeah, to see Birdie. Let me see Birdie. Uh, she's on the on the right there. Oh, Bernie Grimace. What the fuck yeah, dude, there's so many. Why are is there that a so pirate? Many? And then the abyss person in the yeah. back. <laughs> what is that? The shade. The shade. Yeah, really. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? Nega Donald. They just oh. It's literally <laughs> just a silhouette of a person. Yeah. And that's yeah. like... <laughs> they, we haven't unlocked that I character don't, yet. I don't remember the treasure chest full of burgers with eyes either. That one's or, who's, this guy, who's this guy in the background? This is like Nugget Man. Look at this. Look at this guy. Oh, he's like a scientist or something, like a farmer. He's scientist. holding, he's holding a box, box full of nuggets with eyes. Well, he's got a Cornelius mustache <laughs> with a hard hat on. Yeah, and then a, another a box of alive nuggets. But uh, then I also saw. Hold on, I also saw this picture here. Uh, what is this? Oh, these are just these are just beloved. You had uh, Mayor McCheese. Oh, Mayor McCheese. McCheese. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Mayor McCheese. That was a McDonald's character, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I wonder if he was before or after Ronald. The only reason I know about Mayor McCheese is because of Family Guy. And they did that one... It was like the one skit where just Peter just straight up ate him as he was a sentient being. <laughs> well, there was that. They've done a couple Mayor McCheese skits. Because I remember they did the, the skit where Mayor McCheese was Kennedy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And when he, when he gets shot, his wife just starts eating him. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, brutal. All right, so 
This is yeah, not where we were intending to go today. This is not at all what the... the <laughs> How does this keep happening? Well, I don't know. It, we're very... Our attention spans are very short. Um, but no, the episode today is we're just going to be talking about like all the new crazy-ass technology that is real today and and how it's going to end the world, essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, who would like to go first? We all have different things we'd want to talk about, but I guess we can just start off with something simple and people know the most about is the um, the James Webb Telescope. Did you guys... Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. I'm really, really interested to see what that... Well, I think... Uh, I, I looked it up a little bit before us. we did this, obviously, and it's like... It's more than a month into deployment, and it's a planned 10-year trip, expected 20 years. And, yeah, you're good. Um, what, how long has the Hubble telescope been? It's, the Hubble has lasted, I, I, if my memory serves me correctly, it's lasted way longer than they expected it to. And it launched in the early 90s, right? Um, I almost want to say before that, but that's probably wrong. Yeah, 1990, April 24th, 19... Well, that's its birthday year. Does that mean it's... That was Whatever the year... Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I had done, like, some comparison in the past. Like, I don't know if you've, if you've seen any of the pictures, the difference in pictures, but, like, that's the Hubble, and that's the new one. So you can see stuff... You can see dimmer light farther back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, I, it's infrared light. I wish I paid more attention in my astronomy class because i i genuinely don't remember anything about so yeah it essentially the hubble it sees as far as it can see with the vision we use right it just it just captures the visible light available Mm -hmm. and then the james webb uses infrared light and then that in turn can like yeah you can see past like all that shit solar clouds and everything you can see past the solar clouds and you can see they said they, they were going to be observing the first galaxies ever to be created in our universe. Oh, that yeah, that's with super that. cool. So yeah, okay, so that's 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 the the viewing lens. Yeah, right? that's the viewing lens. And then there's there's something that I don't know if they're deploying this like in tan. Like I think this is way further down the line. But it's have you ever heard of like the star shade or something? Star it's, shade. It's something mm-hmm. uh, that may not be its name, but it's like this giant sunflower looking shade it's huge it's fucking massive but it'll get deployed with like deep space telescopes oh. and it'll block it'll like shoot out ahead of the telescope once it gets to its destination and block out a lot of like the sun glare so it can see like more precisely i guess like suns or stars in hmm. in other galaxies or whatever huh interesting yeah that was a terrible explanation of what it actually is, but well, it's I mean, super, it, super I, interesting. I, say, make, I mean, what you said makes sense. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the picture Jim just showed showed the um, the viewing lens from the Hubble and the viewing lens from the James Webb, and it is, I think, I have the actual... It looks like it's like three times the size, if not I th- more. I think it's more. Give me one second. Okay. And the Webb's also made out of a series of hexagons. As opposed to just being a big circular disc like the Hubble was. So, yeah, the the viewing lens on the Hubble is uh, four point five two five meters, and 
the James Webb is 25.37 meters. So it is a lot bigger. I think, what does it say? Five, times. 5.6 times bigger. Cool. It, it just, I mean, the, the, the pictures that the Hubble give us in return for being out in space have always blew me away. And then just to have something, it's like, oh yeah, this is 5.6 times bigger and better. I mean, I think I think that's all like really interesting. But then you think of like the pictures of like deep space. A lot of people get from like their backyards too, and how impressive that is with just like not even what, not even something as huge as we shoot up into space. It's just a person like with I don't know. Obviously, it's specialty equipment. I I'm not a hundred percent sure how people do that. I th- the craziest part about the James Webb is when I I th- I didn't think it was gonna work. They said, um, I watched a, it was just on the news, like mm-hmm. around Christmas time I watched it, and it was just like going over the basics of it and when they're launching and like talking about the telescope. And there are, give me one second, I have it pulled up here. There were 344 single point failures during this mission, deploying the telescope, meaning if any one of those single point failures happened, the entire mission was scrapped. Jeez. And 266 of those single point failures were in the solar sails. Damn. That, that's like a high... Like, that's a high risk. I think that, it, they that said is it was, high risk, but I'd, I'd like to see, like I don't know, statistics that like compared other missions and see like if that how number... How many point failures those yeah, missions have? Yeah. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I guess, I'd love to see like a comparison almost. I guess you're right. I didn't... I don't have anything to compare it to. Right. But, but still, that seems like a lot for something like lot. that costs like yeah. so much money and took so much time to develop. And Especially, I think they said it was a at least a billion dollars over budget and like 10 years behind schedule. Yeah. I think it, it might have been more than a billion, but it, I, I'm assuming that it's orbiting, right? Like the Hubble. I'm sure it's not uh, like a deep space. Like it's going to have a like an orbit. I think so, but I think it has a much larger orbit. Much wide, like a, a, a farther, wider orbit, distance orbit. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I believe so, at least. I can't wait. I mean, what? Like I said, it's like a month into deployment. I don't think we're gonna get actual pictures until. Was that an actual picture you showed me? Because I thought I read that it wasn't gonna like be sending back actual pictures. Five. It's or... now orbiting around the sun at a distance of nearly a million miles from Earth. Huh. That was January twenty fourth. This. That said that because I, I thought I read that it said it was going to take five to six months for us to get any sort of, you know, photos. Received I mean, from yeah, it. that's yeah, that's probably true because you think of like how long that would have to like that information would have to travel for us to receive high it. res images. Yeah, at least. yeah, exactly. I remember I watched the what was the Mars rover that landed, um, recently? Yeah, Curiosity, I think. Okay, yeah, I remember watching the Curiosity launch. And they got photos, like, as soon as it landed, like, a couple minutes after it landed. But it was super low res and, like... Uh, no, I'm sorry. That was Perseverance. So, so, perse- it was Perseverance. Perseverance. So, to clarify, the Hubble telescope orbited Earth at an altitude of 570 kilometers above Earth. The web is going to or- orbit the sun at its... It says it said it will sit at the Earth Sun L two Lorang point at one point five million kilometers away, like you said. Uh, 
Huh. I, what, what if we see something that we shouldn't? <laughs> what do you mean? Some, uh, I don't know. What if we peer through the orc cloud <laughs> and there's something there? <laughs> just eyes so, staring back at us. I. Oh, where is this? Big old I eyes. just read this. It was... Um, there were like these huge arrays in uh, Australia that just... Uh, oh yeah, okay, here it is. After scanning billions of stars, astronomers find no alien life. But that's not like... I don't know. That's not unusual. That's not anything. That's like... I, I'm sure I mean? alien life in that manner would be advanced enough to see from where we are. Not... Con- not, yeah. Not like... They're not... Cons- I don't feel like... I guess I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But not considering microbiotic life or even... You know, life within oceans. Yeah, so it's saying that the center of the Milky Way contains a supermassive black hole and a lot of stars, but so yes. far no alien techno signatures. Te- yeah, okay, exactly. So. But it's like. That doesn't mean anything yeah, necessarily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it doesn't, it doesn't not, mean anything. If they're not advanced it, enough to make techno well, signatures. Well, it, it, that and then like we've also been looking for years and years and years and years and years like for this sort of thing. So it's like, this I mean, news yeah. isn't it's super... Had, we haven't really been looking that long. I don't know. In, in I re- feel like, relative like to we've... the existence of our universe, like, we've been looking I mean, for, what, maybe true, 60 years? Since, yeah, but how long... <laughs> how long could we have been doing it? You know what I mean? Like, the, the technology... We're limited by the technology. I think... At, we, at the we times are, we started we doing those things. We are limited by you know? technology. We are being limited to the technology we have. Yeah, yeah. Because what, in 19... You guys remember 1940-something? Uh, this group of engineers made an electric car that could run... Uh, it was like 200 miles on a single charge in 1940. And then it all all the plans and everything just mysteriously disappeared. Yeah, I remember something like that. I mean, that's not crazy to believe. Look at Tesla. Like, all his work was gone. His... His yeah. laboratory was yeah. burnt, it was That's destroyed. True. That's true. How much further could we have been today? Because, like, all this stuff I'm talking about, we're going to be talking about, is really impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, almost science fiction type technology. But that could have been happening in the 90s, the 80s. Yeah. I mean, I feel, like, I, I feel like you and I have had this conversation before where we talked about, like, what if these certain events that didn't, like, put us back... The burning like, of Alexandria, yeah, the library yeah. of Alexandria. Yeah, things like that. I mean, like, the, 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 this is this is science, so I'm not even going to go into the, the library of Alexandria right now. But, well, I mean, it... But, like, it, it, it it's the there same was, thing. There was ton, yeah, there was tons of knowledge that was available at, then that we took longer to figure out. Like, that, that was a, still a huge setback. 500 years worth of setback of no scientific progress. I mean... I, you can say 500 years but how realistic is that like you don't know you didn't no one was that no one's there being able to be to look at all the books there and be like okay well yeah this is about 500 years worth of progress like we well isn't like isn't that like it's a fact isn't it documented though like with like things to do with like uh medicine and math it's like Things, oh, that, I mean, yeah, things that, that didn't show back up on the scene for that period of time. It's, yeah, because, that's I, called, I guess, it's called yeah. the Dark Ages for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Either way. Um, regardless. <laughs> before we, yeah, before that whole thing, what <laughs> what were we talking about? I mean, besides the James Webb. I think we were just getting just like into the, our... Yeah, like the, like the ability 
The, yeah, like the abilities we have, basically. Oh, and aliens. Yeah, and aliens. Do you guys believe that aliens are actually here? Here, I I don't know, but they definitely have to exist. I feel like you're stupid if you don't think aliens exist. I agree, but I also <laughs> I also think that. Have you guys seen that? Uh, what is it? That interview with a U.S. like special forces general or something like an yeah, U.S. army yeah, general? Yeah, I mean they've talked about talking about UFO about, stuff. And everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all that, sh- all that stuff is crazy to me. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. So, um, y- you guys can go if you want one of your topics. But uh, um, is there something else we have relating to space? Because I don't have anything that relates yeah, okay, to yeah, space. Um, so the James Webb is crazy. But have you guys heard of Project Halo? Uh, not specifically, I guess. So I obviously have to talk about it because it's called Project Halo. It is, it's connected to Project Gateway, which I couldn't really figure out what it is. I'm I'm assuming it's um, a base on the moon, and for like research and like habitation purposes to like live on the moon essentially. And Halo is a docking, like a docking base. Where you, you know, fly up into the moon's orbit, you dock at Project Halo. It has living quarters, labs, um, transportation, like storage, stuff like that. Hmm. And then they go from Halo down to Project Gateway, get all the lunar samples and shit they need, and then bring it back up to Project Halo and do all the research there. And that's cool in itself, but the fact that we are basically almost there, I don't know when it's going to launch, but... The fact that it is happening, how long until we have a project Super Halo out on Mars with the same, the same sort of you know mission? Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I, I uh, think that it'd be harder to to get to to do that with Mars. I mean, you could definitely do it, but it would be harder to get all that stuff out there just because of how much longer the trip no, is. This this is the Artemis plan, is what you're talking about. The Artemis plan. Yeah. So this is the first 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 woman and next man on the surface of the moon in 2024 is what I'm that saying. That close. I didn't realize it was that close. And they're setting up the orbiting base in 2024. So the ha- Halo is a it, gateways habitation and logistics outpost. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying. And it says um yeah, Halo is a critical component of Project Gateway. Um and this is exciting announcement today brings us one step closer to landing American boots on the moon and Mars. Interesting. Halo will be the initial pressurized living quarters where astronauts spend their time during expeditions abroad the orbiting gateway. About the size of a small studio apartment, it can support a crew of four for up to 30 days when NASA's Orion spacecraft is docked to the gateway. Hmm. So Halo's, interesting. Halo's design is based on Northrop Grumman's Cygnus spacecraft, which has already completed 15 resupply missions to the International Space Station. Yeah, that's sweet. That's so it's going cool. gonna to be like the ISS, essentially, but orbiting the moon and smaller. Yes. That's really cool. Isn't it? Like, I mean, the International Space Station is cool, but how long has it been around? Like, pretty long time, yeah. I feel like. I feel like I don't I don't know if exploring space has just started like a new resurgence 
in like the recent decades, but I feel like it's been quite a while since we've done try to do anything besides send a rover to Mars in the past fifty years. Yeah, I think that going back to the moon is a more immediate goal that we can reach and like use that as a way to study. Like, like literally, like the article said, that's a way to study. I think, doing the same thing on Mars. Yeah, I think it. I think honestly, people are too focused on Mars for the hype. When really we should be more focused on putting people on the moon. So it's really like dipping our toes back in the water of being on like this giant, you know, like just being in space and yeah, staying there. Yes, exactly. Being in space and staying there because like it's still something that's floating out. Like I, I don't even know what the term is. I'm thinking of trying to think of, but like. This celestial body, you know what I mean? Like we have to, we have to the solar system. No, no, I'm saying it's like a, like I don't know. Like you're saying like a lot, so I know you can't yeah. think of what you're trying to say. So here's a here's a question. Like the moon should be the testing ground for Mars. Is all I'm saying is like we should <clears> stop <throat> focusing on Mars and like Elon Musk being like, well, 2026, and it's like, well, we haven't even been back to the moon. But here, here, so here's a here's so it's a like thought. how how can you even say that like that you're prepared to do that when we haven't even been so, to have, the closest thing. Have, to you, us. have you ever seen The Martian? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, you know how like in that movie they use Martian soil to plant like food and stuff? Yeah. yeah. So, with feces. Sure, but do you think that you could actually do a greenhouse style setup like that on Mars? I, but as opposed to I don't know that you could do that on the moon. I mean, I don't well, I don't even think you'd be able to do that on Mars to begin with. Like, I think I the moon know this, the, the moon would be more it, it, the moon would make more sense to me because all the shit on Mars is oxidized dust and it has all that like metal shit in it because that, that's all oxidized shit. That's why it's orange, right? And the moon doesn't. Well, have that's any... that's after. Well, then there's there's obviously like under the red dust of Mars. There's, like, actual proper soil underneath it, but I don't know how, like, similar it is to ours. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. I remember learning about this, but like do I said, you, I really can't recall. Pierce, do you remember when we watched the movie uh, Ad Astra? No. No, I don't. It's, uh, actually, no, I think that was Tarot. I think I watched that with Tarot. But yeah, maybe. It, I can't, either way, the basis, I don't remember the basis of the movie, but I remember... Something that we, I feel like it's just something that we should have. I don't know how feasible it is in real life, but why not build a space elevator? I'm sure it costs trillions of dollars, but a, a space elevator that's like quick and less cost effective for fuel and everything to get up into the upper atmosphere and then launch shit from there and then launch, launch a rocket to the moon you land on the moon base, you refuel, and then you launch to Mars. Because that's that's what the whole thing. They took the space elevator, they took it to the moon. The moon. I'm confused what a space elevator is, though. I don't even have like a visual to put to that. <laughs> you don't. I will look up a picture. Like something that like flies up into the sky and is like a huge. It's a like, huge ass tower I, into the upper atmosphere. I don't think I don't think we'd be able to do that. So this is from the from NASA's website, and it actually apparently is like a frequently asked question from the Martian. Mm-hmm. But it says, 
in reality, the soil on Mars does actually have nutrients plants would need to survive on Mars. They may not be the right amount of nutrients depending on where astronauts were to land on the red planet. So fertilizer, fertilizers may be needed to add need fertilizers may be needed to add be added to the soil. The percolates in the soil would be leached out and separated from the water. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I yeah, I have no idea what to do with that personally. I think like well, for the, so for I guess, the, I guess the, here was sorry to interrupt. So this my, my thought was like, do you think that if given that you could plant, you know, plants and trees and stuff in Martian soil, if you did like a greenhouse scenario, right? Could you do it where you wouldn't need a source of oxygen, but like you could have a, a dome with trees and stuff inside that would be producing enough oxygen that you could just live there well you they need, you'd need yeah, well never mind good there was i i know what you're talking about um there was an actual experiment like this that took place in the air the mojave or something i can't remember where it was exactly but it was essentially that they wanted to see if oh like God, you are could, you talking about that documentary on hulu yeah where they all lived there and went insane yeah and it was it was basically that it was, an, no, it was an enclosed environment they had a, like a garden, like a greenhouse, and like living quarters, and all this, and the it was a complete and utter failure. Well, they were living there. They had to live there for what ten years? Ten years, yeah, or something. And it like they like regressed into like a cult society and, oh and did God. all this crazy shit. Yeah, here I'll, I'll pull it up for you. Well, I feel like that's why you can't have like I feel like that happens in every small scale testing scenario where you have like people isolated with each other, like. You need, I think you need the amount of people that are on Earth to, like, balance each other out and not be fucking freaks. They, um, another less real example of that, but in the series Space Force on Netflix with Mm -hmm. Steve Carell, they do, um... It was called, uh, sorry to interrupt, Mark, it was called, or Spaceship Earth was the documentary we were talking about on Hulu. Yeah. uh, But what I was talking about was Space Force. It was the same thing, but it was like five people instead of how many people were. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that episode. Yeah. And they were like, well, each person in this scenario, because it was the same like enclosed greenhouse stuff, but each person in there was specifically picked for their qualifications and their personality types. And they picked all these people so their personality types would, you know, mesh and there wouldn't be much conflict and... It, I mean, it, it was funny because one of them went insane, and then Steve Carell had to go in there and erect the entire thing within a week. But just the the concept of that Be, being locked in there with a military version of Michael Scott, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and, and as far as the space elevator goes, this is this is the one from Ad Astra. I just I I legitimately just don't know like the the science behind building something like that. I'm sure. Some people are working on things like that, but I I just don't know right now if we have the ability to even like. I think the the easiest way to describe it would be a vertical hyperloop. I, yeah, it, well, well, that's. A, I I just don't understand how it would have to be out of Earth's atmosphere to float like that. So I don't know what you would make it out of that it would still be tethering to the ground and not just get ripped out of the ground yeah, by Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of my thought is like I don't like that's the reason like buildings aren't super high just because there's legitimately just restrictions on like 
it like there's a whole thing about like base like you need like a, a base for it and so you know what i mean like so like i can I well, just, I, see in, in my mind i can understand hypothetically how like with it floating up there and it having like it's it's already floating on its own so if it's connected to what's on the ground then it would hold itself up but at yeah, the, but, but it's, at, at it's the, same, the movement of Earth that I'm yeah, like, thinking ex- exactly. about. Like, well, how would it just not... Move? I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking about how it would be in a gravitational rotation around the Earth that would be pulling on it that once it was hanging from the Earth, it would just get yeah, pulled yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I Like I said, it's science fiction, obviously. And you bring up a good point because like, if, even if they could do it, when the space elevator comes around and crosses with the moon, it's going to keep going yeah. with the, the top is going to keep going with the moon I I'm not sure the, there was some like schematic like some fake schematic where like the top was a counterweight but I don't even know how that would work yeah it, I legitimately don't know any of the but you don't think you don't think it's I don't think it's impossible I think it might be impossible with the technology I, I we think have it's now. very improbable but I don't know about like totally impossible for things like that with the technology we have now yeah but yeah who's to say so the, I never saw that movie, but I did think the in the trailer when there was like the moon pirates and like <laughs> the moon rovers, oh, like, yeah, that looked cool. <laughs> so I'm gonna end it with my space topic, but I want you guys to uh, watch this video first. Have you have you guys ever heard of Maxar? No, I haven't either. And I watched this video, and let me tell you, it was it gave me like super villain vibes, like for space. <laughs> It seemed like it was the Empire trying to recruit. It's not a recruitment video, but it just seemed like the Empire presenting themselves as the heroes, the good guys. Yeah. And I'm just going to have you watch it real quick because it also reminded me of Buzz Lightyear. (laughs) This is a real-life thing? Yeah, this is a real-life company. Put space within reach. See what's possible. LexCore. Yeah, literally. Like, it was like, it was trying to be so inspirational, which it kind of yeah, was. I feel like even just the name Maxar, Maxar so, sounds right? like really villainous. <laughs> Doesn't it? It also reminds me of Buzz Lightyear. Did sounds it not like give they're... a Buzz Lightyear vibe? Yeah, kind oh, of. Oh, also, while we were talking about space, I got a, a notification on my phone where the official Buzz Lightyear trailer just dropped. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, but no, I mean, the, the last part, though... Like, it was like, soon, Maxar's robots will yeah. be able to repair yeah. and build satellites in orbit. I just, I, that's, I don't know about all that. That sounds a little... Okay, how how soon is soon? Though? Yeah, how soon is soon? Because I feel like we can hardly, I don't know. I mean, that would be, just that fact, that would be incredible if we could repair shit automated. Yeah. Oh, automatically repair <laughs> shit in yeah, orbit. Yeah, have like have like an assembly line in orbit is uh, it was what it seems that like. It's terrifying. It's saying, doesn't yeah. it? I don't know where awesome and terrifying. I don't know where that line is for space exploration. Yeah, especially if you start to cross like AIs into it. Oh God. Oh, okay. That that's part of my next topic but i wanted to end it with the max r um i'll definitely send that to you pierce so you can post it in the the twitter for sure (laughs) but (laughs) oh man 
Dude, so one of you guys, one of you guys has to go. I, yeah. I already did two of my three topics, so. I have one that fits, unless you want to do one. I, I legitimately don't have everything, anything. I was looking on, like, the technology subreddit to see what was new and exciting. It all seems very fucking boring and political, <laughs> to be completely honest. Okay, well, I found one that, like, while I was reading it, I was like, this shit, straight out of a science fiction movie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so the article, the, the title of the art, uh, the article is um, Three Paralyzed Men Can Walk Again After Getting a Electrode Implanted." Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, three men who had spinal cord injuries that were paralyzed can now stand, walk, and cycle after having electrodes implanted into their spinal cords. Uh, the electrodes deliver electrical impulses to specific regions of the spinal cord that activate muscles and can move your legs. So how many Pokemon were injected into these men's spines? <laughs> um, is Electrode is a Pokemon, is it mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. Um, the soft, flexible device lies directly on top of the spinal nerves beneath the vertebrae and be con- can, can be controlled wirelessly with software operated by a tablet or a handheld clicker. That's so really, really interesting. It's not something that they put in them and turn it on and they're like, okay, now you can walk. It's like something that they put in them and then the person whose own body it is, is remote controlling their legs well, I see, with a tablet or controller. I, I see how like, Whoa. with what? like, yeah, I feel like with programs like, um, I don't know, what is Elon trying to put in our brains again? That stupid uh, Neuralink. Neuralink, yeah. Yeah, I can see how that could like play in if they neuralinked with um you know like then you then they could control their own bodies like without controllers well, or anything well, so, like that but i'm also not letting elon musk put anything so no that, that's the thing though so. that's the thing though is so it says that the simulation patterns translate to patterns of muscle activity allowing the user to walk cycle or swim for instance um all three patients were able to stand walk pedal swim and control their torso movements in just one day after their implants were activated um, it says it wasn't perfect at the beginning, but as they trained, they started to have a more fluid gait. After four months of training, the one patient was able to walk a kilometer outside of the lab without stopping, using only a frame for balance, like a, like a walker. Mm-hmm. That's Ric- crazy. Riccardi said that the spinal cord injury, meaning the... Riccardi... The guy has a spinal cord injury, meaning the nerves below his site of injury cannot communicate with his brain at all. So he's regaining feeling in his legs, can feel his body making contact with the ground and his muscles engaging with his body as he walks. So like, as he's like, just because the muscles are doing the things and the electrical pulses are going, it's like, it's re- like a revitalizing, reteaching his brain what that feels like. That's, that's fucking crazy. nuts. crazy. Yeah, it is super crazy. So yeah, we are literally living in a time where science fiction has come true multiple times. Well, that's like, that's how... Barbara Gordon Backgirl became not paralyzed anymore. The spinal implant that was like, at the time, it's like, that's some magical bullshit that yeah. like doesn't yeah, exist, but if you had Bruce Wayne's money, could literally exist now. Yeah. That, like, that's fucking nuts. The uh, That's really crazy that it's doing that, like teaching, like reteaching the brain, like muscle movements. I'd, so muscle I wonder memory. eventually if like, they won't, uh, this might be like idealized thinking, but like, if they won't need... I don't know, like the clicker or, or whatever. Like, I feel like that's a super interesting thought. It's like, so you know, with like, that, well, that, that, that exists though, not for like the, the spinal, but people with 
amputated like people that don't have hands, amputated right. arms. Right. They already have those. Like you don't need a clicker or anything. The I've seen it like registers the the electrical waves yeah, like your muscles and the, stuff. Okay. Yeah, it, like the muscles that you move and like your bicep and your forearm, it reads that and then it does what you would like it finish uh, it finishes yeah, out the movement yeah, cuz like yeah. people have like robotic hands and like they uh, can grab shit and like write well even okay think about robotic hands and how far they've come like in recent times like people actually have like m- like can do fluid move- movements well, with those when it used to just be like a lego hand you know dude, that like clawed th- they're, like that's they're, crazy b- before you go too far into prosthetics when we're still talking about the electrical controlled muscle movement <laughs> when we're when we're when we're considering the fact that they're remote controlling the bottom half of a human being all I can think about is like the zombies from like Invincible, and, yeah, and how yeah. we're gonna like you could very well have like an undead soldier that is electrically controlled on a tablet. Yeah, that's that's wild. Like if, like like all you need to program it to I do is think about is that. walk, turn from side to side, and pull a trigger. <laughs> that's crazy. Yep, there's a. I'm just looking at Google Images because you know that thought process is already going through oh, someone's yeah. mind because like. 100%. That's, that's well. Can you control a whole body like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, because that's the thing is like no matter how far we progress scientifically and like have really great things like that, there's somebody always thinking about how can we implement this to kill each other. So there's this, funding somewhere. This, yeah, this I is guess so. this is what got me. This um, this guy, he. It's not like he lost his whole arm or anything. Yeah, he, he, the he, fingers. He lost yeah. his fingers. I've seen that before. And, and it just like, he just moves it back and forth and it yeah, like closes. And it, mm-hmm. it looks sick. Like it, yeah, I've seen that. That's like what um, he, he, he didn't do this and this. that looked mm-hmm. like the the design of his because he made that himself. Yeah, he didn't get it from a doctor. He made it's like well, that's that's a lot of people who like I feel like it's mostly amputees who pioneer like that industry like uh, for prosthetics is yeah. because they're always thinking of like how can I improve this prosthetic yeah exactly and then, like this is it from the back like that is some Wolfen- yeah, sick. some Wolfenstein uh, yeah. style technology that's crazy yeah from like the future past it <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks insane um, okay I had a thought but I don't think I should voice <laughs> the thought that I had what thought did you have <laughs> <laughs> trying to like it with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it doesn't matter if you have a bionic dick. <laughs> uh, uh, Get that. <laughs> that's got it. That's got to be like somebody's fetish to be like. I want you to finger me with your bionic hand. <laughs> I mean, is that really that far off from a dildo? I mean, I guess not. But <laughs> I'm sure you could put a vibrating button on your finger. <laughs> See, if you had that hand, oh, you could be no. like the guy from um, Treasure Planet that has like the rope. Like he's got all the different, all the different attachments for his robot hand, and then he's just got the one, the yeah. one sex toy hand. That's all. But I mean, <laughs> the sex toy hand. For for a definition, I don't know what the definition of a cyborg is. I'm gonna look it up now. But as far as I can understand it, cyborgs have been real for a while. Like they're like yeah. not maybe ed- enhanced in any way, right. but. Uh, definition. Ugh. Okay, yeah, right. In in the, the description, a fictional or hypothetical person whose physical abilities are extended beyond normal human limitations by mechanical elements built into the body. Okay, so maybe a cyborg is enhanced humans, but as far as I'm concerned, 
people are walking around with robot arms and robot legs that you can control with a tablet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that sounds like a cyborg to me. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's super, super interesting. I mean, how life-changing is that? Like, to think, like, you you get in an accident and you're like, like, fuck, I will never fucking walk again, ever, in my entire life. And then shit like that comes around well, and it's so, just like... Okay, so let's say he still has... The guy still has the implant, right? He gets to a point where he can either... Like, like he yeah, he, he programs himself to walk, but he regains the feeling and has the ability to walk on his own. But, like, let's say he's like, you know, I want to get a workout in, program it to do, like... 50 squats, press go, and then just stand there as your legs do 50 squats for you? I, I, yeah, I don't... I, well, I feel... I, I, okay, they, well, I feel s- like the... <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like you do... In a situation where you are like, okay, I will finally be able to do things on my own terms, you probably will never go back to reprogramming, like programming your fucking legs. I mean, that's the thing, well, that's the thing though, mind. is like you would feel it, but you wouldn't be the one... Oh, that's scary. You wouldn't be yeah. the one doing yeah, the work. Yeah, yeah, no. See, like, that'd be super weird. I feel like... Like, my tablet's malfunctioned. I've been walking for 50 miles. <laughs> I can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... That's fucked. That would be fucked. Just, they, they, like, pick him up and he's still just... <laughs> still just walking. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that, that also... Man-made horrors beyond my comprehension. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, yeah, you want to talk about man-made horrors beyond your comprehension? Get a load of this. So, this... Is the one about the, the brain cells? Have you seen that one? Yeah. No, that, that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is it? About. Oh, God. It, I don't, have you heard about this? <laughs> no. So, okay, let me... Um, the article is... It's just called Brain Cells Fused with Computer Chips. <laughs> Basically, what Elon Musk is trying to do with Neuralink. But basically, it is not, like in a petri dish. Yeah. Oh wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's um not our brain cells, like actual like right. Brain yeah, like a little yeah. clump of brain cells in a, in a petri dish. Uh, they use special proteins found in the brain to glue brain cells, called neurons, obviously, onto a chip. However, the proteins act as more of a simple adhesive. Um, they also provide a link between <clears throat> ionic channels of the neurons and semiconductor material in a way that neural electro- electrical signals can be passed to a silicon chip, so not metal. And they say it's going to be used for, I mean, not, not only specifically, but they can. They said that it can be used for like pharmaceutical pur- purposes, like trying new medicines and how... The brain cells and shit would react to that medicine, to, like for better, you know, for better, they, better medical science. Yeah, but <clears throat> how? Okay, weren't they weren't they testing it out with like like sound frequencies and stuff? And they're they're getting, uh, I'm pretty sure they're getting feedback from the brain cells. So like they'll play, they were playing like certain tunes, and the brain cells would be like, I don't like that, or or you know, they they would react, wow. and it's like Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, and then here's this. The proteins allow the neurochips, which is what they're called, electrical components, and it's living cells to communicate with each other. How fucking scary is that? It's like, oh, yeah, let's just take 
a silicone microchip, just slather some human brain cells on there, and then it's just like, like let's fucking go. Let's see what happens. <laughs> what, what happens if I hold a lighter up to it? What kind of feedback do we get then? And then That's just... wild. I mean, obviously it's in the beginning stages. I don't know how... It's pretty recent technology, but that is how killer AI get invented. Yeah, yeah. An AI that remembers all the brain cells getting tortured over to the testing. Yeah, like, yeah. And if you... They burned me. They put salt on me. <laughs> just to get even more sci-fi, the whole premise in Halo is Cortana, Chief's AI, is the most advanced AI there there's ever been. And the premise around her is that she uses brain cells and, like... She, she's a neurochip. She's a neurochip AI. So just... And Halo's set 500 years in the future. And that's just yeah. happening today. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's wild. And there'll still be 2001 Chevy Tahoe's then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I, yeah, I don't know. That's that's terrifying to Isn't think it? of. Yeah. Like, it's, it's incredible that we're at that point. I think this is more this is more impressive to me than all the space shit we talked about, but it's yeah. a lot scarier. Yeah. Well, I think I think there's a fine line with that stuff too. It's like there's a difference between it being oh. used like for medical <laughs> and then being used in like general populace, like super commercialized. Like. Yeah. Okay. So the, literally, um, it could still be decades before the technology is advanced enough to treat neurological disorders or create living computers. Living computers. <laughs> oh my god. Or, in other words, a fucking AI with human brain cells in its core. That's a, that's like an android at that point. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the verge of either. I just I just don't understand how like science fiction does not like deter some people. Like we are so blinded by like wanting to progress that we don't even stop and think about like. If we should do these things, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, sure, I, I absolutely believe this could be super helpful to some people. Because, like, imagine if you, like, I wonder if that could even replace, like, sections of your brain eventually. You know, like, if you had to, like, lose a piece of your brain in, like, I don't know, an accident or an operation or whatever. Like, could you have that program to, like, replace that whole section? I don't know. Yeah, I think I for know. those sort of things, that would be, like, super helpful. But it's, like... Once we reach that commercialization stage where people are just putting that shit in their heads because they can. Cyberpunk? Yeah. It's basically, <laughs> and and that's, the, that's the biggest flaw. Okay. And I don't know what you guys are thinking as far as like scale, but to create a neurochip, researchers squeeze more than 16,000 electrical or electronic transmitters and hundreds of capacitors onto a silicone chip that is just one millimeter square in size. Have you guys ever seen the documentary, The First Human to Live Forever? No. It was a Science Channel documentary hosted by um, Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Oh, okay. And it was basically just like, a, kind of like a what-if explanation, but just the science of how, based on how technology is now and how it would advance in the future, how we would be able to have somebody from today's time live forever essentially and it is super fucking interesting we could like i would almost be down to watch that later yeah. tonight yeah, it's, it's super crazy. it's really cool 
And, and it's hosted by Adam Savage, and he's awesome, so that makes it more entertaining, too. So, do you, uh, obviously, everyone knows the joke about how Walt Disney froze his head and everything. Yeah, and like, yes. Did you know there were more than 300 people in cryogenic chambers waiting for future technology to revive yeah, them? Yeah, that's like super real as being frozen, and that's crazy to me. See, I don't understand. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming they're all dead. They're all dead people, because even if they weren't when they went in there, they're frozen. They're dead. I just don't. Yeah, I'm not. Well, so I'm not sure the science I'm is behind that. I wonder. I'd be curious to know if there's anyone who had themselves frozen before they died. I feel like, like if if what if being frozen is what quote unquote killed them, but like they were alive, being like, hopefully when I wake up, you know, <laughs> right. the cure will be there, and they just yeah. knock them out and then freeze them. Yeah. I mean, as far as I mean, for humans right now, it is science fiction. I know they're they're probably going to make it a reality at some point in the future. But as it stands today, nature already does that. There's a there's a frog. I don't remember where the frog is from, but it's a certain kind of frog that lives. And then in the winter, it lives in an area where it goes below freezing temperatures. And the frog has a special um, amino acid or something like something or protein, whatever in its blood that literally cryo freezes this frog at heart. Its heartbeat stops like it is dead until it unthaws and then it's fine hmm that's that's wild that's super wild i've never heard about that that's super crazy jim's Jim's looking that up but i just it oh i'm doing a lot of thinking (laughs) not you (laughs) i'm going down a rabbit trail here well, have we have we talked about cloning before? I feel like you and I have had an argument about cloning. We for have some talked reason. about cloning. I don't I don't know if it's on here. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I think I saw this thing. I don't know. I it, we're going off what I have set up, so I'm gonna have to look it up. But I'm almost positive there's going to be the first ever like actual synthetic womb birth. So like a. Like actual like cryo not cryo chamber but like like test tube baby basically yeah like, like it was in a it it was in an artificial womb and they literally grew the baby in a lab essentially it has no mother no father besides maybe the egg and the sperm where they got it from see okay this is this is what I'm saying it's like we should stop and think about the morality of the things that we fucking do because that to me is like super wrong <laughs> there's something that is just so wrong about that oh god i yeah i don't yeah that's wild that's super wild because like imagine okay so you add so okay so you know how uh is it you eugenics that i'm thinking of that is like um no, no, I don't. I don't know. That's wrong. We can cut that. We can cut that part out. But what is the? No, 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 no. Seriously, the like, like creating the baby is that eugenics? Eugenics. Like, it was the Nazi theory of okay. Of well, we, we can talk race. about this. We, we, can talk, we can talk about this because I, I want this piece to be cut out if it's incorrect. I'm, I'm trying to think of like what the um um like. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like the people who like they can uh, arrange the cells of like the baby or whatever, and like change like eye colors and hair colors oh, yeah. and things yeah. like that. I don't know specifically what that's called, but okay, uh, <laughs> it's uh, so, it's uh, CRISPR. Yeah, yeah. So like CRISPR, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine 
this these like test tube synthetic womb babies that are totally like crispered to like they could make they could probably make a copy of you probably well and that's like what well like so if like without if i so like, if i remember correctly eugenics is like the idea that like you could breed out things such as like uh, mental illnesses or, yeah, or like yeah, physical yeah, yeah, disorders yeah. and, and stuff. that's that's what so I, that's what i'm CRISPR assuming is CRISPR. like evolved it, it not it uh, there's like the moral problem of it in relation to that right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that uh, i mean in my mind like eugenics and crispr are basically the same fucking thing and they're super wrong <laughs> in both forms in my opinion but like i that i don't i don't i mean know. i don't like, i just, don't think that if like if you could tell that your baby was going to be born with like no i don't, with, like, I don't with, think like, it's a, possible with like like cripple from the waist down and you can change that by just editing some genetic code i don't think that, no, i don't, don't think that that's wrong but at the same time if well, i think that if is becomes, wrong. I if think that becomes is... common practice then over time and that stuff wouldn't exist anymore i mean they can already tell which they can already tell pre-birth if a baby's going to have problems like that's why no but that's what i'm saying like with well that's what we're talking about is with with this crispr thing is you can they can test for that kind of stuff when it's still like an embryo essentially and you can go in and change the genetics oh. so that when it's born, that doesn't happen. Okay. Yeah, and see, like, that's... I just... There's it's, something wrong about that. Like, there's something so very, very wrong it kind of about, seems, like, being able to do that. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, you bash it all you want, but it really seems it could have helped you. Fuck <laughs> off! Fuck off! You fucking piece of shit. You're such a piece of human garbage. Um, but, but, but like, I don't know. I don't know that like if I had been born crippled and to find out when I was like 20 years old that my parents were like, yeah, we had the option to get that taken care of when before you were born, but, but like, we decided it, not to. We chose not to. We could, we could have done it. We had the money for it. We just chose not to for moral reasons. I'd be like, go I, fuck yourself. Well, <laughs> I wish I, just, I could No, walk. no, I get it. But like, I, you're just... I don't know. I, I don't. I it's don't a slippery know. slope. I it, won't it, deny yeah, that. No, but to to me, in my mind, it is wrong. Like doing like doing that is wrong. So uh, before the whatever you're talking about, the I might I might have stand corrected about like the baby actually being born. The science of growing babies in uh, fake wombs is called ectogenesis. That's just the, that sounds evil. Like all of this shit sounds so evil. Like that sounds, that sounds like, like an evil. That sounds company. like some shit that Danny Phantom's parents were working on in <laughs> <Yeah>. their basement. <laughs> so right now it's being used to take premature infants and they transfer them into these um, ecto wombs um, to like complete their to continue their development in a neonatal. Not, neonatal neonatal unit of partial ectogenesis so it says partial but i feel like what would real ectogenesis be would it like literally be growing a baby from an egg and yeah. a sperm to yeah to term yeah in, in a chamber that's Super, crazy su- superman style that's crazy also <laughs> what i just read was a snippet from an article written in 2019 so Jeez. it's probably progressed pretty far since then That's... i mean i remember an episode of south park from the early 2000s where cartman got a bunch of stem cells and used them to create a pizza shop or something like that 
You remember that one? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. He, like, there was a semi-truck that was carrying stem cells went over a cliff and Cartman found them and was like hoarding all the stem cells in his backyard and he was, he was trying to like bid them bid them off to like all these hospitals but, but then he ended up just setting them next to a pizza shop so that they turned into another pizza shop <laughs> oh god I, I yeah I don't know there's something I don't know <laughs> Oh, um, I I do have another couple things that we can talk about. Um, one kind of leads into the other, so we can kind of teeter off on, on, on from those ones. Um, religious leaders from around the world are calling on Mark Zuckerberg to stop his plans for Instagram kids. <laughs> oh, Instagram kids, that. Sounds like the best idea. Why wouldn't you want kids Instagram? Uh, it's exactly like YouTube kids where they put subliminal messages in, <laughs> into the videos and everything about it with Drink dead, dead animals and advertising. and. See, to me, that just sounds like... It sounds like a child trafficking and pedophilia speedrun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what no, that sounds not, like to me. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I don't understand why... <laughs> Listen, there's... There's, there's honestly a thing. We have, we have grown up in a generation full of like fucking iPad babies. The last thing we need is more, like, technology for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm sounding, I'm sounding like very anti-technology this no, episode. But like, like, but like I, there's. I've dude, always maintained that like, like a ten-year-old should not have Facebook. No, no, here, they should not have TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> any of that bullshit. They should not be. They should not be on the internet at all, in any fashion. They should be playing a goddamn N64. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On, on, on an analog TV like I did when I was 10 My kids old. are watching fucking VHS tapes growing <laughs> yeah. up. They're not going to know any new media whatsoever. At, at 10 years old, my kids are going to be introduced to Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time, not fucking Instagram. <laughs> Back in my day, we only had a stick and a hoop. <laughs> yeah, really. I just... Yeah, I don't know. There's something so, like, yeah, it really is, like, traffic. Like, that's so, I, oh. You ever play stick hoop? Yeah, <laughs> play stick hoop. Like, just the the total idea of, like, the, like needing to occupy kids more with this is, like, what, is the, what the fuck are they going to do on there is just, my real question. We're just implanting like, in a child's mind that they need to be, like, Putting what they're doing twenty four seven on social media. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And and you're you weren't wrong earlier when it's like, oh, drink Coke. It's like obviously this is this thing's gonna have advertisements on it, and it's gonna smoke. Pan- yeah, it's gonna, <laughs> yeah. It's it's gonna pander to children, and like children are super gullible, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. And it's like they're super impressionable too. So if you start pushing that fucking branding on them at a super young age like that, it's over. They're just like consumer robots. Yeah. I mean, as if we weren't already enough, you know what I mean? Oh, like, it's just going to be even worse for these kids. So this this uh, transfers right over into my next story, because it would be great for to, to lean right from Instagram kids into the fact that Google Chrome is now going to be adding something called Journeys as a feature, which is essentially like Facebook <laughs> memories, but for your search history. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... So oh, while starting them while starting them on social media while they're you know five years old oh yeah you can also perfect. start that 
so that when they're in their 30s, they can know what they were beaten off to when they were 12 years <laughs> <Yeah>. old. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it all started. <laughs> My crippling porn addiction. Or, I have proof. Or like oh when you're God. when you're you know 14 and you look up shit like two girls one cup for the first time yeah, like get like, reminded of that yeah, every year super <laughs> traumatic experiences just relived constantly oh god <laughs> i'm sorry i just you said that and i'm having flashbacks <laughs> <laughs> vietnam flashbacks oh, it's terrible <sighs> They're shitting in the tree. <laughs> Jim, you, oh, I'm not even going to talk about it. It's not even part of the conversation. I'm not going to bring it up. I'll bring it up in maybe a future episode if I was feel it, like... Was that, it the website that we found that was like all of those videos? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it was... I, I honestly came super late to the train with like all of those fucking videos. Like I, I had not seen Two Girls, One Cup until I was maybe like... 17 so like i, <laughs> I came See, that was i too came old. in yeah exactly <laughs> i was way too old and, I, and then was, i was like you're, you're too old more. to get traumatized at that yeah, point. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for tuning in to class stacks radio and letting us tickle your tender ears with our velvety voices give us a five-star review on spotify or anywhere else you agree listen to podcasts and check out our twitter at C-Stacks Radio, and also, don't forget to check out our stepsister podcast, Ugh. Mostly Nerdy Nonsense, at Nonsense Nerds on Twitter. You know what? No, just go do you. Live your life. Hug your mom. Spank your dad. Buy a boat. Go into debt. Slowly fall into a crippling depression. It's your life. <laughs>